welcome to Healthier Highway with Prime's Drive Health and Fitness, where a healthier driver is a happier and safer driver. Hey everyone, it's Colby with Prime's Driver Health and Fitness. Thanks for joining us today on the Healthier Highway podcast. Today I'm joined by Rachel, our dietitian, and Jamie in marketing. How are you two? Good. Hi, good. You guys excited? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'm always excited, but this, this one should be a lot of fun. We're also joined by Chris Martin and our TNT team. Chris, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, you excited also? I wouldn't say I'm excited, <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I think every time you and I talk, no matter what, just I, in life. I'm going to speak yeah. the truth. I'm going to be real. So. Good. No, but I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Good. Well, we're, we're, like I said, I'm glad. I'm glad you're here just to talk some things. Uh, let's uh, let us in a little bit about your Prime journey right now. What? Uh, where's? How long have you been with Prime? What's your role now? What have you done? All right. So I've been here 21 years. Um, I came to Prime 21 years ago just to make a little bit of extra money and go back and do, take some, you know, finish up another degree, and had no intention of staying. And then 21 years later, here I am. How's that degree um, coming? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, about it was a computer IT type degree, and okay. I did learn the most important thing you need to learn, and that in that field, which is to say, restart the computer. There so you go. I you probably should have got my degree actually for being able to do that. But IT one hundred and one. Yes. Yep. So no, I did that. So for about a year, I was on night dispatch, and then eighteen years, I had my own fleet. Um, and then after that, you know, here in the last few years, I work in our training department. So I'm in the refrigerated division and specifically on the TNT side, the TNT phase of the training program. That's okay. what I'm doing right now. Nice. So always on the reefer side, even in night mm-hmm. dispatch and reefer stuff. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So a couple of things I just was, you and I were talking about is on the training side mm-hmm. is we have DDAC coming up, right? Which, yeah. what is DDAC? So DDAC is the driver development advisory council. So it's kind of. It's, uh, you know, we have driver advisory board and we get drivers in here and get their insight on how things are going out there and get some recommendations from them. And this is, the DDAC is focused on the training program. So trainers and instructors, it's their chance, reefer flatbed tanker to get in there and give us ideas and help help us come up with some good solutions. Okay. Yeah. So we talked to them last time, right? With our our driver on the fitness. And Uh it's pretty awesome because just thinking about where, where do we fit talking to how important it is to talk to trainers, trainees, kind mm-hmm. of setting expectations, right? So, like, I even know we talk, and Rachel and I, we talk in orientation sometimes that we cross paths there. Mm-hmm. You talk to them there, same thing, right, about the importance of a good trainer or in a good trainee, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we touch on, um, without maybe getting too specific, just the fact that, um, you know, we, we expect both sides, the trainer and the trainee, to have expectations coming in. I want them both to have goals, you know, what, where are we going to get to by the end of this training process? Um, you know, stress the importance of good communication. And really to the trainers is just reinforcing the idea that you have a huge impact um, in these first few months on how that, that other person's career is going to go. And, and uh, you know, you have a lot to do with how they view uh, not just how to do the job, but how they're going to live their life as they're, as they're out there driving the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy because we talk about, you know, the importance of it. And, you know, Rachel and I have talked about it, too, is how does that equal a healthy, safe, well driver, right? So, like, a couple things, and I know you and I talked about it before for other drivers, is, like, how does that equal, like, you're talking about your planning, good communication, all yeah. those things. Like, 
just a quick snap in all your 18 years of being a, like mm-hmm. a fleet manager and a nighttime manager before that, like, how does that equal, like, well, Chris, does that really mean I'll be a healthier, safer, better driver? Like, yeah. Well, so a lot, some of the same things that would allow you to be a healthier driver um, are the same kinds of things that would make you a successful driver and a driver that provides good customer service, okay? So we're talking about things like initiative, um, you know, discipline, planning is a big one. Um, if you're going to be safe, if you're going to deliver on time and you're not going to have cargo claims, you've got a plan to make that happen. If you're going to get your rest, you got a plan. And I got to think if you're going to, you know, if you're going to develop a good, healthy lifestyle out there on the road, whether it's your food or your exercise, that's going to involve some planning. So, you know, they, th- there's some things that carry over, yeah. from, you know, lifestyle to, uh, to uh, job performance. Well, we talked about that on, on multiple episodes with other people, and like John and safety we talked about mm-hmm. for a bit too, it is where planning is so much a part of, like, success, right? Not even – and Danny, the other driver, one of our drivers too and trainers, that's like – it's really a, it breeds success in all facets of your life, not just in trucking, right? Where it's like your fleet manager has a plan, right? You have a plan for me if I'm the driver um, to help execute it. But then like having a full circle plan of, you know, some routine, things like that, where like if you just kind of fly by the seat of your pants and yeah. just drive. Like that would, statistics would show it's probably not our best recipe for success, Yeah. Yeah, I, so the, here's the thing is, and the drivers, they all know this. I'm telling them something they already know is that there's so much out there that changes and is unpredictable. Um, even stuff that you ought to be able to plan around, you just can't. Maybe there's weather, there's a cargo claim, there's a breakdown. So if you don't have a plan going in, you just don't have a chance. So um, having a plan... Um, as a driver means that when those things come up, I mean, maybe you have a backup plan now, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe that part of your plan is that, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to be flexible. I mean, so my folks that were out there when I had a fleet that were, you know, again, that were involved in what I would call a health and fitness routine. I mean, it was, it was all about planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have examples of, of drivers then who, you know, you felt like were successful at yeah. health and fitness out there? Yeah. And I mean, how that would look is, you know, Chris Palercio, if he's listening, you know, he, he would he would always let me know when he's going to go work out, you know, mm. probably partly because he wanted me to be proud of him. Good job, yeah. Chris. Heck but yeah. I, I think part of it, too, and I know the bigger deal here was just, you know, hey, I've got a delivery tonight when I get empty. There's a gym nearby. I'm going to run over there to that gym. I'm going to get a workout. I won't be available to reload until tomorrow morning. So set my PTA out for tomorrow at 8 a.m. Okay, so, I mean, I know, he knows, our sales folks all know now um, that, that Chris is not ready till tomorrow at 8 a.m., and we're not going to interfere with, with running business the way it ought to be ran. So yeah. is that something that happens day of? Is that a proper timing, or is it better, like, do you know? And, again, this is probably a dumb question. It's always as never soon seen as it. you know. Right. It's cause, so, for yeah. instance, right, you know, when I get the load, I'm like, all right, now I'm going to, like, it's going to be multiple a day or two, like to be like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I want, when I drop this, I would love to find a workout in somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Not like, Hey Chris, I just dropped the load right now. I'm going to get a workout in right now. And then I'll be available later. Like 
probably not a good time? No, I mean, the sooner, <laughs> it's just like anything else. I mean, the sooner you can tell us, the better. It may not even be because you're going to work out. It may just be because you're too tired to reload when you get empty. But yeah, always the sooner you can tell us, the better. Okay. But okay. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's plenty of folks out there that are getting that done that would tell you that um, as tough as this business is, even if you're not trying to, again, exercise and meal prep and do those things, that you can certainly get those things done with just a little bit of communication. Mm -hmm. And I think like some trainers may not be operating that way, right? So then the trainees don't ever see it that way. So I think that's, you know, a good thing for them to hear. Like once you do get out on your own, you can communicate with your your people. Well, and I talked to this, and Chris, you can add to this way more than I can. I've talked to some newer drivers and trainees about it is like sometimes in anything, you look at an opportunity as okay, this is this is what I can do because you're showing me, mm-hmm. or what you're showing me is what I'm not gonna do, right? And that's or not that, a knock, yeah. right? But yeah. it's like process of elimination. Like, okay, no, I'm not gonna. I rode with a trainer that doesn't leave his truck ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. when I get on my truck, I'm going to leave my truck because right. So it's like I didn't learn what to do, but I learned what not to do. Right? Yeah, that's probably not the recommended way to teach people things. <laughs> not but, at all. Um, yeah, no, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, I think everybody that's out there. You know, every trainee that goes out there, they're picking up things that they like and that they're going to uh, incorporate into their business. Mm-hmm. And they're also looking and seeing how they might want to do things a little bit different, for sure. Well, and I look at, and I'm glad you say it that way, because it, it, you know, I'm trying to look at it from a, a trainee's perspective. And mm-hmm. I know when we talk at DDAC that, uh, that now, you know, I, maybe I'll get a little bit more aggressive in a way of like challenging these at uh, these meetings is like, hey, guys, like, let's try to let's try to be the better trainer to learn, to teach all of the good things, not the process of elimination, the bad things, um, which I know from a safety standpoint of driving, but like a habit standpoint and a planning standpoint, like let's, let's create good habits so then we can push them off to the next trainee, then the trainee, then they can become a trainer. And I mean, it's a vicious cycle that we want to be better, right? Yeah. So I would tell you that, um, you know, there'd be, there would be advantages to running by yourself and, to run in with somebody else if you were trying to, again, incorporate some kind of a, a health and fitness routine, okay? So the advantage if you were solo would just be that you make your schedule, right? The advantage if you were teaming with somebody and, and why I would tell, you know, either person on that truck that, hey, this can be done is typically those team trucks, even in a training scenario, for periods of time, they're going to assign one person to one 12-hour part of the day and the other person to a different 12-hour part of the day. Now, that, that's going to change a little bit as the day goes on, as the weeks go on, and, and different people have different approaches. But that at least gives you some semblance of a routine and a half of the day that you know you kind of have to work with. Um, I think what your group is really good at is helping people figure out how to get a lot done and a, get a lot of a, some effective stuff done in a short amount of time, Right. So if I've got a 12-hour, if half the day is mine, I'm planning out things like when am I driving, when am I fueling, when am I, I going to get my shower, but I've also got a little bit of time in there that's my day to kind of control, you know, when am I going to meal prep, when am I going to get a little exercise in. So that, I think, is, you know, when there's two people on the truck, that opportunity is there that maybe a solo doesn't always have. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that. We were, I was just talking to a driver and about a driver today, but a, a, to a driver a couple of days ago, and they're a team. And mm-hmm. I hear a lot of resistances against teams, like the wheels are always rolling, you mm-hmm. know. But when I talk to him, I'm like, he's in the team. Him and his team driver, his partner, you know, they literally 
plan their workouts together, right? So I mean, but it's like mm-hmm. almost like a I think of anything life's prioritizing, right? Like I say, you get twenty four hours in a day. Like I'm not saying don't don't sleep, but like you know, okay, if you say eight, or eight if my highest priority is sleep, and Chris and I both know people that the highest priority is sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, then you there give your eight hours. Okay, work backward. Now take out eight hours away from twenty four. So like you can find ways. Sometimes you're just prioritizing something over something else. You know, um, and that's exactly what it sounds like. This driver and his partner and their team does is they prioritize getting to the gym, not probably over the fleet and over the over the delivery, um, but maybe over some other things. You know. Yeah. So, but I don't know. That's yeah. There, I mean, there's a small amount. Again, there's not a lot of free time and a lot of your free time. You're supposed you know, you need to be sleeping and getting rest so you can drive safe when it's time to drive. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be some things that that, you know, might have to get cut into a little bit if if you are, you know, exercising or, or again, doing the meal prep, that kind of thing. But, you know, for me, if the the drivers out there that are the most successful and this is important, the happiest. Because, you know, you want people to enjoy their time out there. I told my yeah. guys this all the time. Um, don't, you know, most of your year is you're driving, you're working. Let's make work as fun and as, as we can, as it can be. Okay, you don't want to be miserable. And, you know, take a step back and just make a plan for what you want your average day, your average week, your regular month to look like, and what are the things you're trying to get done, and uh, what's important to you. You know, when you're making goals, it's not just about how many miles you're going to drive and how much money you're going to make. I mean, my goals are I want to be happy. I want to get a workout in this often. Um, You know, I want to get my weight down to whatever, whatever they might be. But, you know, don't think of – incorporate trucking into part of a bigger – a bigger plan, a bigger, a bigger goal, if that yeah. makes sense. And, and write that, figure out your ideal lifestyle. And then how does trucking fit into that? Not your lifestyle fit into trucking. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good, good point. We, uh, we talked about that. Um, and I've talked to many drivers about it when I was in, in medical sales, I was driving a lot. And I think I've told you this story before where I stopped in a small town in Southwest, Southeast Kansas and like, I'm driving and it's miserable, in my opinion. There's nothing there. It's like mm-hmm. 300 miles of just nothing. Mm-hmm. And I stop in the small town to get gas and somebody's like, yeah, you're not from here, are you? And I was like, nope. He's like, where'd you come from? I told him, he's like, isn't that an amazing drive? I'm like, no, it's miserable. <laughs> he's like, I, there's nothing. And to him, his perspective, that was amazing. To me, yeah. it was miserable, right? So I'm like, perspective. Colby, you better change your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. somebody says it's amazing and I thought it was miserable. But it was mm-hmm. this, we were doing the same journey. You know what can make a, a drive more enjoyable, though? A good podcast. I see good. Yeah, I, I mean. What, so what you're saying is I these girls need to talk more, not me. what you're saying. <laughs> girls, talk. Come on. <laughs> Hear your voice, not mine. So Yeah. No, I just, like I said, it, uh, Rachel was asking about a couple of things, like I said, with your, uh, um, just drivers, you had an example, and then you threw one out there, the name. But are there any ones, not even on exercise-wise, but just you can think of, like, you saw the progression of their career, change from a happy standpoint or you saw the like they started out great then they started more of a a grind a, a um um a struggle with being on the road being away from family and health decline mm-hmm. and then kicked it back up and man they improved can you think of anything like that well you I don't can, do yeah names, no specific but. names but yeah absolutely i mean it's it's pretty uh it's pretty obvious it's pretty easy to see just when people are when they're meeting some of those goals that they know is, are causing them to be healthier and feel better and have more energy, uh, they're just a happier person. 
and they're more productive, they're more profitable. Um, you know, it's it's yeah. I mean, I can think of some specifically. I don't really want to call them out, but like yeah. you said, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's life changing, and yeah, it does affect the work. I mean, it just does. Um, it is interesting how that's more profitable because yeah. I feel like a lot of drivers like you know push yeah. back on it because they're like you know they don't want to take the time no. to meal prep or exercise because they feel like they're not running so then they're not making. Here's money. what I'll tell you is so and I've looked at settlements for almost two decades. Okay, so driver settlements and what do people make and and I know what these same people are doing during the course of the week. Here's what I'll tell you is the difference. That between somebody who averages a high paycheck and someone who averages a mediocre paycheck, there's very small things that are done differently or maybe done a little bit more of, mm-hmm. but on a day after day after day after day basis. Mm-hmm. But they're small things. Mm-hmm. It's not huge differences in what they're doing, but those little bitty extra things. So to me, that's where maybe a driver that has a little bit more energy you mm-hmm. know, and um, plans their day a little bit better mm-hmm. um, and is a little bit more productive every day, takes a few days off, less off a year. Um, you know, those little things add up day after day after day. Mm-hmm. And yes, absolutely, they make the person more productive and they make them more profitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool to hear you say that, like being in this industry for so long. Like, I think I think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And well, no, it's the it's it's the truth. I mean, it's. Yeah. I was talking to a driver the other day. So we've been working together for a little bit, and he was at the point where he could only get through like halfway through a shift. Like he could only drive yeah. for about four hours, and then he would have to take a nap, and mm-hmm. then he would yeah he couldn't even get all the way through. Wow. So yeah, that's his, a tough deal. His energy was so so down. When your health is, I mean, if your truck breaks down, there's always the option that hey, I can get a loaner truck if I it may I still it's going to cost me some money still, but I can probably get a loaner truck or mm-hmm. you know freight's not good today, but it might be better next week. Weather is bad, but I won't be in the storm forever. I mean, but when you lose your health, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's I, I've seen some folks. Um, you know, get to the point where their health is so bad that now, no matter what they want to do, there's no quick fix now mm-hmm. to provide an income to their family, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so absolutely. Yeah. You want to well, avoid that. Well, I was going to yeah. say on that, on that, I, we, I, we could talk on both sides, right? The successes and the failures. I talking to you a lot over the years through this job. Like I love when you're, uh, when you're fleet managing, you would talk about like, successes of your drivers like they're your family right like you talked about mm-hmm. drivers that are bought their second home bought their you yeah. know all these things and i'm like it's just amazing and it's those things like you talk about being profitable through ways of doing it and i bet if you could put it in a bowl you could look and be like there are as you just said small things that the more profitable runs and, and careers are are that are very consistent you know but i Ultimately, to those 18 plus years that you were a fleet manager, and I'd say, I'd say almost probably every fleet manager we have would say the same thing is like they are like family to you and listen to you talk to stories about them. And that's why I like talking to fleet managers, too, is like, you know, we're in this for them. Right. I just posted something yesterday. We're talking about how, like, we're in this together um, mm-hmm. as our department and everybody, fleet managers, drivers. And yeah, I just I think it's awesome. That's why I think it's great talking to you, because you do you do have multiple times over the years where I listen to you talk to about drivers, you and I talk about your drivers and 
What you have like? Yeah. Oh, they just have a set of drivers, a team that bought their second home in Florida. I'm like, it's what am cool. I doing wrong? That's they, amazing. Yeah, they <laughs> like to share their success stories yeah. with you. You want to hear it? It's awesome. You can tell it to other drivers, get them fired up, and mm-hmm. oh, but, and here's really where it kind of rings. You you know where, where it really hits home is if you go and listen to, um, you know, we have our uh, at our ten and twenty year dinners and whatever they are, and the in house associates are up there they're saying the same thing a lot of them i came here and uh, maybe it wasn't to drive a truck is work in the building but i didn't have a lot when i came here and i'd already struck out a couple times and you know i bought my first home working at prime and you know i bought my kids a car because i work at prime you know and it's the same for us you know so it's uh, it, you're seeing them do the same things that you got to be able to do. Yeah. You know, no, I think it's awesome. It's fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's life changing stuff. So I'm in, in the training department. That's even more so. I mean, a vast majority of the people that I work with in the training department, um, you know, they're a lot of them don't have a lot when they get here, you know, and what they have is, you know, some goals, some ambitions, some hard work that they're ready to offer. And, you know, and I know, better than they know right now, but I know that a year from now, they're going to be in a, a dramatically different spot if they get out there and work the plan, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it's really cool to see. Yeah, well, just came to mind, you said that it was like, trust the process and work the plan. I don't mm-hmm. know why that just two things came to mind, mm-hmm. you know, like that's amazing. Well, girls, you got anything else before I ask them one more big question? Well, yeah. What? So if, if a you know a new, someone coming in a prime or you know mm-hmm. a new trainee is coming in, what would you say like your best advice give to give them to like be successful at prime would be? I don't know if I have one thing, um, but no, that's a great question. I I've thought that same question because I go down and talk to the orientation groups twice a week, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what if there was one thing I could tell them? And hey, at the end of the speech, do this. You know, I don't know if there is one thing, but. Man, certainly planning is such a big thing. I mean, not just in terms of success, but safety, meeting your goals. Um, planning is huge. Initiative, getting stuff done, even if it's just getting a shower. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really getting done in trucking unless you take ownership and get it done yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess that if there was another one, you, you asked me for three, so I'm going to give you three here. <laughs> yes. You did. I heard it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Is, um, just how you handle adversity mm. and just look out there and say, Hey, if there's, you know, if there's 10 people parked in that truck stop right now and they have all different uh, levels of success, they all came across the same problems mm-hmm. and they all got upset at situations, but they all handled it a little bit differently. And some of those people took the, those, uh, tough situations and turned something really made something really good out of it. So how you handle adversity is it's okay to get mad, you know, but mm-hmm. um, that, that would be, I guess, my advice. Mm, that's yeah, good. That's good. It is. Really good. Jamie, you got anything? No, well, honestly, that was good. my question. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, okay. Well, my, mine aligns with that. So then uh, I'll put you on the spot with this one. So let's say trainees and trainers right mm-hmm. now are listening. What is something or some things you would say to them right now to a trainer says, hey, here's what I want to leave you with. A trainer? Yeah, or a trainee. Man, well, I, okay. Well, I mean, for the trainer, it would just be don't underestimate the impact you have on that trainee. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that'd be to a that'd be to a fleet manager. Robert, you know, every Wednesday morning, all the fleet managers have a meeting, and Robert Lowe is the last person to speak, and he gives some thoughts, and he'll say that every now and then. You know, Robert will tell you he, there was 
I don't exactly know what the situation was, or but I know he had a fleet manager back in the day, and he'll mm-hmm. still tell you just how much impact that fleet manager had on him, the words that he said. And, you know, you're that – if you're a trainer, you're a coach, you're a supervisor, you're a mentor – um, you have a huge impact on that. Every word you say and how you say it, the actions you take, how you deal with things, whether you realize it or not, has a huge impact on that trainee. And I, and that's why I think part of why you guys are talking to me today is just because, man, if we could get our trainers on board with this health and fitness, then yeah. man, that's the, that's the best way to feed it to those trainees right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's nobody like I always talk to them right at Slingshot too when they come off training. They're about mm-hmm. to get their own truck, and that's like you've now been on the road, seen with your trainer how it goes, mm-hmm. but good and or bad and all adversity. So like now you know like, okay, here's what some of my challenges are going to be. Now yeah. you're not going to know them all, but at least you'll know now. Like okay, on day one when you talk to me in orientation over at the Campus Inn, I didn't know what I know today. Yeah. Right? Like now I see it, Colby. Right. Right. So and and you know if it's talking to a trainee, it would just be um, again. You you go through your training, and you can form this as your training, but when you get that truck, I mean, be formulating a plan for what do I want my trucking company experience life to look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you figure out what, what you think will make you happy. and, mm-hmm. and Like just, you said, kind of take, like, your ideal lifestyle. Yes, and, yeah. absolutely. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, good communication, good planning, Good communication with your fleet manager. There's no reason it, it won't happen. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, I'm going to leave a few takeaways from today. And if you got one that I did that I left out, you go ahead and add to it. Okay. I think I'm all done. That's it. You said everything. Exhausted, ready for a nap. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, here, let me leave you with so a couple of our takeaways from today. So the importance of good communication, communicating with your fleet manager across the board, um, having being disciplined and on time. Another key takeaway: have a plan. Um, and don't, and that way if you have a chance to, if anything falls apart, you still have a chance if you have a plan and then the little things that add up to make you more productive, more profitable. So pay attention to the little things. So that's great. great. Well, yep. Chris, I appreciate you, man. And you bet. Uh, as always, keep up the good work. All right. All Thank right. you, See you man. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Yep. Thanks for listening to healthier highway podcast. Make sure to tune into our future episodes.